Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day of the week, about 13 minutes long, seven days a week. And in getting into God's Word, even for that short period of time, we're helping us, we're helping ourselves to stay strong in our faith and even grow stronger in our faith because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But being in God's word every day also helps keep us in touch in our relationship with God, helps keep us focused in a more spiritual mindset to be able to deal with life every day. How blessed we are to have God's word to help us in these ways. But you know people in your life probably some within your own family, who need to turn their thinking, their focus in life around. They need to start thinking about their relationship with God and about their soul's salvation. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. But share with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can every day. What a blessing for someone to get to heaven because you got them focused in a different direction by sharing these short studies with them every day. But that will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about five pictures of hope within the scriptures. We talked about how hope is light. Hope is light. And certainly, God's word guides us into the hope of forgiveness and salvation through the Savior, Jesus Christ, eternal life through him. Your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path, Psalm 119, 105. We also looked at how hope is a nail or a peg as it is brought out in Ezra chapter 9 and verse 8 and Isaiah chapter 22, verses 20, 20 through 23. And we noted how the nails that pierced the, the hands and feet of our Lord and Savior on that cross fastened him to that cross. But as those nails were driven through his hands and feet, the blood came forth, and it is through that blood that we can be cleansed of the guilt of our sins. Now, I know that a spear was also pierced in his side after his death on the cross, but the nails also served as a piercing, and through that piercing, the blood flowed from his body. Cleansing blood. Hope is a nail or a peg. Hope is also a door. We spent some time looking at that reality. In fact, Jesus in John chapter nine, verses one through uh, chapter ten, verses one through nine, talked about how he is the door the door through which the sheep can enter into the sheepfold. Now, what is the sheepfold? That's the realm of the saved. Literal sheep would be led by their shepherd in the evening to a sheepfold, and there would be a gatekeeper, and he would allow that flock to enter into that fold. It would be enclosed. It would be secure. The gatekeeper would watch over them, and the sheep would be safe. Then the next day, when the shepherd came back, he'd come to the gate. The gatekeeper would open the door. He'd call for his sheep, and those of his particular flock would know his voice, and they'd come out and follow him. Well, the church, if you want to look at it that way, is the sheepfold. How do we enter into the sheepfold? How do we enter into the security of salvation? Jesus says, I am the door. I am the door. 
And so as we are likened as his followers, as his faithful and obedient followers, to being those sheep, we enter through him into forgiveness and salvation, into the church. He adds the save to the church, Acts, uh, Acts 2 and verse 47, into the kingdom of heaven, as it's also called. And so we enter through him the door of hope, the door of our hope of eternal life with him in heaven. Now we also want to look at another image of hope or a picture of hope laid out for us in the scriptures, and that is hope is a helmet. Hope is a helmet to shield us from the harsh blows of life. Physical blows? No, no. Spiritual blows. Our biggest problem, our biggest danger in this world physically is not a physical threat. It's a spiritual threat, and that's the devil. The Apostle Peter portrays him in 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9 as a roaring lion, walking about seeking whom he may devour. Now he says, resist him steadfast in the faith. That's our greatest danger because the wages of sin is death. The devil wants to lead us into sin. And he uses all kinds of temptations through various different avenues to try to do exactly that and thereby bring about our eternal condemnation. But we can have hope. We can have hope in our Savior. Now, we talked about hope being that door also. In the story or the parable of the wise and foolish virgins, there's a door to the wedding feast, and that door is open for a period of time. But then it also comes to a point where some come to be let in. But verse 10 in in Matthew chapter 25 says, and while they went to buy the bridegroom, that is the foolish virgins, they, when they went to buy, the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding and the door was shut. There will be a time when the opportunity to come to God through Jesus Christ as our savior will be finished. It will be over as though the door is shut. Jesus is our door of hope right now. And if we will come to him for forgiveness and salvation, then that salvation is our helmet of hope. In 1 Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 8, we read this from the apostle Paul. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. Wow, what a great image that is, the hope of salvation. A helmet is designed to protect a soldier's head in battle. Now, I wore a helmet when I was a reservist in the, in the Army Reserves, wore a helmet for many years. I would be on training, and I would be wearing a helmet. Thankfully, I never had to wear one in battle because I never had to go into physical battle. But the helmet is there to protect the head. The head is a vulnerable part of the body. And if a bullet or some object, shrapnel or whatever it is, pierces the head and enters the brain, we're likely to die. Well, So the helmet is there to protect that vital organ of our brain. 
It's designed to protect a soldier's head in battle. We can read about that in 1 Samuel chapter 17 and verse 5 and also verse 38, talking about how David first faced Goliath and Goliath had that helmet on his head. But when David threw the stone, when that sling rifled that stone, the stone pierced the giant's head below his helmet and killed him. The gospel is the helmet of salvation to block the vicious blows of Satan from, being, uh, from doing us spiritual harm. We're told in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 17, that God has made available to us a whole suit of spiritual armor, and among that is a helmet. Now notice, as we begin reading, verse 10 of Ephesians chapter 6, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Well, this is spiritual armor. It's not physical armor. It's not a coat of mail. It's spiritual armor. Well, what is that spiritual armor? What are the individual implements? Because he goes on and says in verse 12, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the... Uh, against the the uh, rulers of the darkness of this age against the spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand or withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation, the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, the helmet of salvation. Now, again, what did we read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 8? Let us who are of the day, be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. The helmet of salvation, our hope of salvation. We ought to wear it like a helmet. And what can we expect from that? As the literal, physical battle implement the helmet is worn by the soldier in battle to protect that vital organ of the brain within our skull. This helmet also points us to the area of greatest vulnerability and danger, and that's our mind and our thoughts. The devil continually works on our thoughts, planting all kinds of temptation in there all kinds of doubts as to our being able to believe God, believe his word, believe in Jesus, believe in heaven, believe in salvation. He plants all kinds of doubts, all kinds of temptations, portraying some kind of wickedness or evil or sinfulness as being attractive, as being good, in appearance or in desire. How many people 
Over the ages has the devil lured into sexual immorality by portraying that kind of relationship as, as being appealing and as even being righteous and good, when all the time it is exactly the opposite. The hope of salvation, the hope being, that hope of salvation being our helmet to protect us against the evil, the wicked temptations that the devil will try to plant into our mind, will try to confront us with through our vision, and that then processes into our head as something that he's trying to make us believe is a good thing to pursue. Our hope of salvation, our helmet of salvation. Interesting. All of these different pictures of hope. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for giving us the hope of salvation, but not just the wish or the dream or the desire, but the desire assured to us as the, by the fulfillment that you promise us, that salvation being certain. We can expect it with certainty because it is the hope of salvation that you offer to us and promise us, promise to us. Thank you, Father, and help us to always wear that helmet of hope, which is our salvation. And realizing how precious that is to never give in to the temptations of the devil, to sin against you and turn away from that hope. Please help us, Father. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.